What's up, guys? This is Ryan with Torsion Talk Podcast, and today's episode is going to be all about SEO tools. And you're going to want to sit at your desk for this one because you're going to have to listen fast and write fast. If you're going to take notes, we cover about 15, 20 different tools that's going to help you with your SEO challenges and efforts. And so I also want to introduce you to a co-host. Check it out. Austin Sinclair in the house. Hey, guys. So Austin is with uh, such and such media and helps us with our websites and SEO. And he brings a lot of insight into the conversation. Enjoy the episode. What's up, guys? This is Ryan with Torsion Talk Podcast, and we are hitting up kind of like, I guess it's episode two, season four. Uh, it's going to be like a uh, version two of the first one. We talked about SEO. Today, I'm going to be um, loading you down with tons of tools if you want to use some tools for SEO. But let me introduce my co-host today, Austin Sinclair. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? So Austin is with me. He um, he actually helped me start the company. He was my very first employee of such and such media. And he handles some of the technical side of SEO as well as a lot of our website builds and graphic design. He uh, also handles all of our web hosting. He's uh, pretty advanced at all that and does a phenomenal job of keeping us up and running. So uh, I thought he'd be a good person because he, uh, he helps out with a lot of the tools that we use and uh, extracting data. And so we've had some really good conversations in the past. Um, I think he's in recovery at the moment just because Adrian was late getting back for lunch mm. today. And I'm pretty sure Austin was hangry and ready to rip his head off by the time he got back. So yeah, are you fully recovered yet? Finally, yes, I'm fully recovered. <laughs> I got a quick chance to eat, but um, everything's good now. That's <laughs> good. All right, so we're going to try to blow through this a little bit. Uh, one of the things that I think a lot of this will bring uh, tons of insight to you guys. Uh, I feel like giving you these keys to this vehicle in particular uh, may or may not hurt me. Well, I guess there's like, it depends. It, it, you know, it's, it's a tool. It's a tool. Yes. Yeah, you know, these I, are you tools. know how to use it. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to try to help point out some things for you guys and educate you. And, uh, hopefully nobody wants to do this on their own and they can just hire us for it. That would be, that's the goal. Yes. That's the goal. <laughs> All right. So before we dive in, I want to take a quick break and let you know how much we love our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you in part by Shorewinder the industry-leading tool for winding residential and commercial springs with a cordless drill. Let us shoulder the burden for you. And check us out at surewinder.com. Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. But listen, we're going to be talking about SEO. And if you need SEO done and you don't want to do it yourself, we're pretty good at it. we got a good team here. And if you reach out to us, we can schedule a free, no-obligation consultation for you to learn a little bit about us and us to learn a little bit about you. Uh, all of our prices are on our website on the desktop version. If you go to suchandsuchmedia.com, check it out, suchandsuchmedia.com. All right, we're back. So first, I want to cover local search. Uh, when it comes to local search 
in my opinion, uh, there's probably not a better platform than a company called Bright Local. Uh, Bright Local does a great job. You put in your local information. If I was a door dealer and I didn't have a marketing company, I would probably still have a subscription to Bright Local. It does a great job of allowing you to put in your information, like what city you want to rank in, especially if you have multiple locations, you can add uh, search results from multiple locations. And uh, this, this, we actually track our, like our rankings through here uh, locally, and it works very well. Austin, you got a lot of experience, and you want to cover a couple of things that you're looking at. And yeah, so you. with Bright Local, you get a lot of insight on what's going on with your site and how you could better optimize it for SEO. Um, they actually have a local search audit tool within uh, Bright Local that allows you to check um, and if there's any type of 404 errors, internal link issues, um, page titles, page descriptions, checking your meta tags, your image alt tags, which is really crucial for SEO um, or the success of your company's SEO. Um, making sure that you have all this stuff maintenance and updated uh, will, is very important. So one of my favorite things is uh, I like to go in and let's say um, you guys know we've had Jag on. Uh, so everybody knows Jag and Sons because he's been on the show quite a few times. But I can go back from when we first started uh, and look at like a little graph where, let's see, we started with him August 2019. Um, his top website, when we first, his top page ranking uh, was between 21 and 50 in Google search results. So fast forward to now, he's got 21 positions in w number one. 73 positions between two and five, 24 positions between six and 10, seven between 11 and 20, 21 and 50, he has five. So he went from none in the top one to uh, a little over a year later, 21 keywords uh, he holds the number one spot locally for. Uh, that's my favorite because you can see kind of the progression of the life of it. And uh, we've been as high as 26 in the number one position. Uh, and it shows a percentage sign. That's one of my favorite parts. And then there's like a local search audit, uh, like Austin talked about. And it's really simple because it gives you like, what are you doing good in? It's in green. What are you doing bad at? It's in red. And then like orange is kind of in between. So it's a quick view to be able to go in here and just kind of check it out. And it'll take a little bit to set up because they want you to put in a bunch of keywords um, so that you can um, figure out what keywords you want to rank for. It, uh, it tracks Google My Business and uh, all of your local search results. So it's great information. I'm a huge fan of this. Um, it's one of my favorite platforms because not a lot of companies do the local thing well. Um, would you agree? Yeah, we definitely agree. So next we're going to go to Ahrefs, and we use Bright Local and Ahrefs. So I'll tell you the ones we currently use and which ones we don't currently use. Uh, Ahrefs is great for keyword research. Backlinks is my favorite. This is um, this is a platform that you can log into. Uh, you can check like uh, one of my favorite things to do is if you're trying to do link building, you can like look at a competitor's website that's doing really well and um, find out who's linking to them and then reach out to them and see if possibly they'll link to you as well. Um, also, they have a broken link uh process where if there's a broken link on a website, you can reach out to them and say, Hey, I noticed you have this broken link on your website. 
I can, uh, you know, I've got an article uh, that I've written on my website that would uh, greatly replace that. Uh, can I send you this link and you replace the broken link with this link? And if it's close enough, um, you know, you're going to have good success there. So I'm a huge fan of that. Um, but Ahrefs is money when it comes to uh, keyword research. Um, they have a rank tracker as well, but it's not like super vocal. Um, and but my favorite thing by far is the uh, the backlink uh, platform. And being able to check your competitors' backlinks that's that's a huge part of it. Um, yeah, I definitely love Ahrefs. You know, it gives you great insight on your site's performance. You can just type in anybody's site. Um, and see who's linking to them, uh, the referring domains, uh, what type of traffic they're getting in. Uh, HRS actually has their own ranking system where you can see the domain rating and um, kind of understand how well they're doing overall um, in, with Google. So HRS is definitely a, a, a big uh, tool that we use consistently. We like to uh, be able to look at our competitors, see what links they're gaining. Uh, if they're getting a little ahead of our clients, what can we do to um, kind of stay ahead of them or stay along with them if we can? Yep. And there's some cool graphs and stuff, so you can just scroll through. Um, some good information on organic versus uh, pay-per-click as well. So it's really good information. Uh, Ahrefs is a winner and if you're going to buy a tool, uh, that's probably one of the best. One of the the biggest competitors to Ahrefs, um, which I would say they're probably really, really close to each other. Um, and as they roll things out, one may like tweak above the other one, and then they kind of go back and forth. But SEM Rush is a great one, uh, and a lot of the same thing. I think pricing they're about the same as well. Most of these tools are going to run you about $99 a month, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So um, we pick and choose. We have some uh, some that we have our favorites, but SEM Rush is a great product. Strongly recommend them. Uh, one thing I like about SEM Rush is they push out a bunch of videos as well, like tutorial stuff. They've got some great information um, that they will send out, like I think daily or weekly on SEO, and their videos are actually pretty good. So I enjoy watching them. Uh, I'll give you another one. Um, NeilPatel.com, Uber Suggest. And so Uber Suggest is a fairly new product, newer than SEM Rush and the other. But Neil kind of popped on the scene uh, after blowing up some websites and doing a really good job with it. And uh, I've recently been playing with his tool and kind of enjoy it. I really like the layout and the simplicity of it. Uh, plus it actually has my website skyrocketing. So I mm. feel better about that. <laughs> Anything that makes you, you know, see the graph going up, that's that's a winner. Look at that. Yeah, that's awesome. The huge launch. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So uh definitely check out SEM Rush. Um check out the Uber Suggest tool. And then uh, next I'd like to uh jump into Local Falcon. Uh, Local Falcon, to my knowledge, is fairly new. I just signed up with them not too long ago, and they've got a great solution. And uh, this is more like Google My Business. So if you want to see how your Google My Business is ranking or how you're ranking in a particular area, I'm talking like rankings can vary. Like if, let's say, for instance, you're... um, 300 yards away from your office 
it could very well be different than it is at your office. What's great about Local Falcon is it allows you to understand more of um, what Google's doing with your search results. So a lot of times when you search garage door repair near me, um, what Google's doing is just pulling your location. And depending on where you are currently, that search results will be different. So being able to get insights on what's appearing when people search certain terms in certain areas is very important for understanding how you need to rank or where you need to emphasize where you need to rank. Um, and uh, what's it called? Local Falcon allows you to do that really well. It does. And it's got this visual tool where like you can do a space around a certain area and it'll tell you if you're like one, two, three or whatever. And then, um, so you can do a certain radius around your location. And, um, I like it because it tells you a lot of data points and you can track it. So there's like a trend report and it actually plays a video and so where it shows you in each box, you know, you'll rank one, uh, two, one, one, three, and it actually shows you the progression of how your ranking's changing in the area around you. It's pretty cool. Somer is a European-based garage door opener manufacturer who has recently opened Somer USA out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Serving more than 90 countries worldwide, with our 40 years of experience, Somer produces one of the highest quality openers on the market. Combining German engineering and manufacturing, Somer uses direct drive technology to make their openers and opener accessories durable, long-lasting, quiet, and with the maximum lifting force. Further, Somer has earned both IDA and DASMA certifications by maintaining the quality and innovation standards set in place by national and international garage door associations. Maintaining these standards has allowed Somer to create the most versatile operator on the market, featuring unique optimization and diagnostic tools to make their operator perfect for every job and every customer. For more information on Somer operators, visit somer-usa.com, that's S-O-M-M-E-R-USA.com, or contact their Charlotte office at 877-766-6607. Bifolding overhead doors are simply cool. Therefore, if you install one, you too are cool. All kidding aside, Swice makes the best bifold door on the market, so when you have an opportunity to sell a bifold, check them out first. As a matter of fact, bifold security doors are hot right now. If you check out their website, bifold.com, you can see hundreds of ideas on how businesses are using bifold doors. They have tons of photos on their website. They've supplied doors, bifold doors, for restaurants, basketball stadiums like Golden One Center in Sacramento, retail stores, and even spectacular homes. These doors are a game changer and a statement piece. If you want a project that will draw attention, sell Schweiss door. Tell them Ryan with Torch Talk Podcast sent you. Visit bifold.com. That's B-I-F-O-L-D.com. So uh, that's more of like a visualizer uh, confirmation tool. Uh, let's talk about um, Spy Foo. Mm. I like Spy Foo. That's a cool name. I haven't used it in a very long time, but I do like it. Um, SpyFu is uh, a great tool. If you do pay-per-click and you want to do some competitive analysis, I'm a huge fan of SpyFu. Um, let me pull this up real quick. There was some data I was playing with earlier. You can get like the first scan free, I think. Um, but you can put it, it tells you, you know, put it in competitor's information 
and it just pulls up all this data on it, like ranking history, uh, organic keywords, estimated monthly SEO clicks, uh, paid keywords. Like if you pay for the version, it kind of unlocks all the keywords that they're doing and unlocks their ads. So if you want to see what their ads are saying, you can see how they're you know, typing up their ad content, uh, what their top keywords are that they're buying. And uh, it's just great. So for me, I have a little bit of a different idea on um, AdWords versus SEO. And I like to buy AdWords for high margin jobs. And I like to buy AdWords for keywords I'm not going to rank for organically. So I can still play in those spaces, but I really don't push hard in um, AdWords uh, unless I absolutely have to. Or if I'm organically there, I'm probably not pushing unless I just love that niche. Um, But going through this, uh, there was some great detailed information that I found. Let's see. For example, I think it was showing. Okay paid keywords like this company that I put in um, garage door repair coming Georgia, which is right up the street from me. The, the cost per click is $58 and 62 cents. Not worth it. No offense, but stupid uh, garage door repair, Snellville, $60, six cents. Um, not worth it. Stupid. Man. Um, so if, a, if, if your average garage door repair is $400 um, and you're you, like, think about this. This is a click. This isn't a conversion. This isn't a phone call. This isn't a, like I filled out a form. This is a click. Yeah. Right? That, so definitely. like you got to think a really well conversion website, like a, like a, a website or a landing page that's, that's optimized for conversion once they click on the site, meaning that the percentage of people that actually pick up the phone or take action, um, like a really high conversion rate is going to be roughly 30%, roughly. A bad one, which is 90% of the people out there, is going to be 10%. So let's just think about it. Like most websites that aren't optimized really well for conversion and they're pushing AdWords to their website and they're spending... $58. That's $580 for one phone call. Man. And let's say the average repair cost is 400. Like you're going to get 400, but you got to pay the service professional. You got to pay the lady who answers the phone. You got like, you're so upside down. It's completely stupid. So we wonder why we keep hearing these stories of these ripoff companies uh, coming in and, charging $1,500 for a repair, they have to. That They're getting their business from AdWords and they're having to pay these big premium prices to compete. You'll find some that aren't bad um, and you can sneak in some backdoor keywords. Let's talk about some keyword research. You want to do some keyword research? Yeah, definitely. I love keyword research. So uh, when it comes to keyword research, there's a bunch of different options that you can use. We talked about Ahrefs is great. SEMrush is great. Um, SpyFu for finding out keywords on your competitor site. Ubersuggest, we talked about that. That's great for keyword research. Google Search Console, because you can go in and you can find in Google Search Console how people are finding you, right? So 
search results that maybe uh, somebody searched for keywords that people searched, found your website. Google Trends. Mm. I love Google Trends, but you got to got. I mentioned earlier in one of the other episodes how I found a trend for black garage doors. And, um, you know, people are searching different types of things, uh, glass garage doors. So you can find these niche keywords and really optimize them. And they're a lot easier to rank for than, you know, garage doors. And even though Google Trends is really broad, it is a free tool. So if you're trying to get your head or get your foot in the door, I definitely recommend using Google Trends to start out with. Yep. And it'll give you like um, some suggested keywords that are related and how they're breaking, like uh, whether they're breakout or they're seeing 100 percent or 300 percent increase. And they'll also show you what states are showing better uh, increase than others. So that's pretty cool. you want to tell us what Answer the Public is? Yeah, so Answer the Public is actually a really cool tool. I think you get uh, two free tries a day, or uh, not free ty- tries, but... Um, queries. T- queries. So what it allows you to do is discover uh, essentially what people are asking about. Um, you type in a query, a, a search term, and it's going to generate a big list of uh, different ways people are asking the question uh, related to that search term. It's just going to give you great insight on what you could be trying to grab to rank for or um, what you could, you know, um, rank for around the main focus keyword to try to get ahead of your competitor who might own the keyword or be ranking number one for that keyword already. And it's great because the evolution of search has changed so much. Like people are putting in a lot of questions now. And then you also want to structure your data with Q&A or topic-related conversations or content because uh, when you get into voice search, this is what Google and all the you know, Surrey and all the others are going to be pulling from. So you, you go to answer the public, you're going to be finding some great content there and be able to use that information on your website to help with that. Another great free tool is you can just go to like Google Chrome or google.com and tur- like just search garage door repair and you can see suggestions near me. You know, I've got search history, so it's going to show kind of my search history, but um, it's great if you just type in like um, milk, milk and honey, like it's got all these different things. So, all the suggestions, you want to pay attention to those as well. Those are great. Uh, I think those are ones that you're probably going to want to build like FAQs off of and um, your content around. Definitely. Answer the public and um, searching right there and trying to figure out what Google suggests you is going to be great for making blog posts. Um, and blog posts are really helpful for SEO. Absolutely. And there's a difference between blog content and content on your website. The 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 way you write it is different. How like how you go about it? I like for blog content. I like it to be um, very storytelling. Um, I like it to be things like uh, top trends for 2020 in the garage door. You know, for garage doors. I like stuff like that. It captures people's attention and it um, it's very bloggish. Where if I'm wanting to write about spring repair, I'm I may or may not write a blog about that, but if you want to get in the weeds and really dig deep and talk about why springs break, that's a great blog. Um, If you want to talk about the different types of springs, 
that probably could be a page or a blog. Uh, but I like I like pages to be informational, and also both should be written uh, with the idea that someone who may want to call you uh, would pick up the phone and call you. So you want to make sure you have call to actions on both your blog pages and also on your um, regular pages. So Keyword Planner tool is uh, really for AdWords, but it's a great free tool that you can use. If you have a uh, Google account, you just log in there and set that up super easy. And you can put in some information, a website. It'll give you some suggestions. It's another great way to get some um, keyword planning information. A lot of free insight on keywords as well. I used to use Keyword Planner before we had Ahrefs, and that was that was really great for me. I just imported yeah. a lot of keywords as I had an idea. I went on Answer the Public. I looked for some keywords. I looked for Google suggestions. I went through Google Trends, and then I went to um, Keyword Planner, and I entered all those keywords, look at all the information for them, see how they're uh, – check the volume for them. Um, the competition, and it just gives you a really rough estimate, but it allows you to get more insight if you don't already know which keywords are really ranking well for that industry or whatever industry you're trying to rank for. So let's talk about keywords and difficulty and what keywords you should go after versus what keywords you probably shouldn't go after, or you can have short-term and long-term. And what keywords you want to go for. Right. So, like, we're all pretty much on the same page, like garage door repair and most markets are really hard to rank for because you have legitimate businesses and then you have scam businesses and then you got marketing companies who are all trying to go for that keyword to generate leads uh, for their businesses. Um, but there's different ways to go about it and you can find, I'm not going to give away all of our secrets, but you can find some of that information by using these tools and uh, kind of tweak your approach a little bit. But I have short-term keywords that I try to go after. I have long-term keywords that I go after. And then there may be like I, in some areas, I may not go after garage door repair at all. Um, I may change it up and do something completely different. But you have things like overhead door repair. That's, uh, that's something that people could look at. Overhead door repair could be a homeowner. It's also very popular overhead door and the commercial side of things. So you got to figure out the intent of what they're searching and how they're searching it. And intent, we talked a little bit about that last week is super important. Um, and we talked about how, uh, you have different types of searches for different intent and you build the content and the ads and the title tags and everything based on that. Definitely the keyword funnel. That's very important when you're trying to figure out the difficulty of a keyword. Like garage door repair, that's definitely going to be a lower funnel keyword just because the intent behind it is very different. Someone who's searching garage door repair is typically um, looking for garage door repair versus someone who would search how to get my garage door repair. That would be considered more of a higher funnel keyword just because the intent is more FAQ learning. You know they're not willing to convert yet, but they might be. So the difficulty for that keyword is uh, less just because not many people are trying to rank for it as much. So grabbing that keyword and um, trying to rank for it the beginning stage of SEO is important because, you know, you want to have some type of um, foot through the door when you're doing SEO, especially when Google's uh, checking your site, trying to figure out and authenticate you, uh, find out whether or not you're a good uh, source of information to display to users who are searching for uh, these search terms. So real quick, I want to talk a little bit about that because that's really good. 
talking about authenticating or validating, let's talk about backlinks real quick. We talked about Ahrefs and SEM uh, rush, but um, let's talk about directories. Now, directories and citations, um, I'm not going to go into a whole bunch of detail about this because it's not nearly as relevant as it used to be, but some of you guys have probably heard of the tool Yext, uh, Y-E-X-T, and Moz. Um, I like Moz. It's cheap. It's affordable. I use it. Um, Yext, I used to use. I'm not a fan. They're really big on, like, if you don't um, continue with them every year, it's like $500 a year, then they'll take their links back. Um, they'll actually remove the listings because they use an API and I think it's a two-way API. Anyway, long story short, I don't like Yext. Um, not a fan. I used them. I've moved away from them and now use Moz. Uh, Moz will get you some some decent citations and it's very affordable. Uh, so I like Moz. Thumbs down on Yext. Hmm. Um, and so let's talk about like website graders. Um finding errors and stuff like that, because I think it's important that we check things like site speed, um, HTML, JavaScript errors, things like that. Definitely. So you got HubSpot grader. Um, Uber suggests does this. Um, I think Ahrefs, doesn't Ahrefs have errors? They do. And um, Google actually released a tool. I don't know the actual date for it, but they released a tool called Lighthouse, which is within the developer tools of Chrome that allows you to check the performance, the progressive web app, the best practices and accessibility um, of your site or whatever site you're trying to view to give you more insight or more information on uh, what's going on. So check out those sites. It's great. A lot of those will do like one website for free. Um, so you can go there, throw your website in them and check them out and see, uh, how your website grades out from different tools. And what's great about that is it can point you in the right direction. Maybe you have like a bunch of, uh, duplicate title tags or descriptions, or you're lacking enough content on some pages. It's going to tell you all of that. And those things could be hurting your search results. So super important that you pay attention. Um, and then probably last but not least is Google Analytics. Um, in, in my opinion, I love Google Analytics. I love some of the data. They're constantly kind of stripping some of the data out more and more. But one of the things that I love about um, Google Analytics is the, um, let's see, what is the report called? It's like the search flow. Um, let's see if I can figure out what they actually call this. But it's uh, it basically shows you how behavior flow. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, this is one of my favorite because it shows you how customers are getting to your website. And then from there, how are they interacting with other pages? So for this particular client, like we got people going to the homepage. And then like a vast majority of those people are going to the, excuse me, the gallery, uh, which is really cool because that's a great place to send people. Um, you also have a, uh, like from that, uh, starting position, the number two place that people go is for the new garage doors. And then the number three is, um, service areas. People want to know if they service their areas, which is really good. So it'll show you their whole click path. So if they go to three or four pages, you can kind of drill down and see how they do it. Now, if you have a page that has a huge drop off, you might want to look at that and be like, oh, okay, so we obviously have an issue here. Let's take a look. And uh, we had one client where we had a large drop-off, and um, 
Austin had a really good idea. It was a glass garage doors page, right? Oh, yes, yes. And uh, we we didn't do a good job. We built out the page, I think, of, of implementing photos of glass garage doors. So we just had a bunch of, like, written content. And so what we did or what Austin came up with was let's add, like, a carousel at the top that just um, has some uh, photos from the gallery of all the glass garage doors. And we saw a bounce rate go from, like, 80% down to like it was stupid low like yeah 40 50 percent within two weeks so that's huge um and you know when you're talking about holding an extra 30 or 40 percent of people on your site and um you got a better chance of converting them so people are there to look at pictures so again i think i mentioned this last time huge 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 make sure that you're taking your own photos and uploading them definitely um because we see a lot of bonus from that Pictures speak a thousand words. If you can create pictures that are catered to your brand and your company and what you do, people will love it and Google will eat it up. Yep. So uh, I hope today has helped you guys out. Is there anything you want to add, Austin? Um, no, I think that's about wrapped up. We got everything in there. Um, anything you can think of? I think we're good. I mean, we kind of blew through this a little bit, and sorry if we talked too fast, but mm. I felt like this would be like a really educational platform, like an educational episode and I really wanted uh, to just go through it quickly so you guys can pause it go back if you miss something but I didn't want to spend a ton of time on these things because you guys can go in and play with it yourself and learn Um, so I didn't want to eat up a ton of time today but I hope you guys enjoyed the information on today's episode it's SEO tools and uh, next week we are working on a few things uh, but we're going to talk about paid advertising So uh, you're going to hear things about Facebook and Instagram, uh, display advertising, advertising on Yelp, HomeAdvisor, Thumbtack. We're going to talk about remarketing, AdRoll, which is a tool that I use uh, for remarketing sometimes. We're going to talk about next door ads. We've been running those. Google local services, uh, all kinds of stuff. So working on getting um, that podcast together, and that will roll out next week. Hope you guys have a great day, and talk to you soon. Peace.